Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, a slight tangent, the crappy quiz, and you had to be there. Five goals in 20 minutes. It's just, you can't do that. Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. Off the Ball Daily. Hello and welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack and on the way we'll hear from Connacht head coach Pete Wilkins ahead of the visit of Leinster to the sports ground. And now all Munster need following their loss in Galway is some good news. Any good news? I don't really have any right here, to be honest with you. Instead, I can tell you that Peter O'Mahony is likely to miss this weekend's visit of the Vodacom Bulls to Tom and Park. The Ireland flanker is having a neck injury assessed this week and the province say his availability will be determined later in the week. Not looking good, however. Finneen Witcherly is in a similar place with a shoulder problem, but Mike Haley is definitely out of that meeting with last season's URC runners-up due to a groin problem. On yesterday's Rugby Daily, we heard Alan Quinlan's case for shaking up the match day 23 with the returning emerging Ireland players. Alex Kendellan aside, Graeme Rentree and co. can count upon those returning from South Africa this week. So, the likes of Jack Crowley, Calvin Nash, Antoine Frisch and Shane Daly could come into the backs, while options in the pack will be refreshed by the returns of Tom O'Hearn, Dermot Barron, Roman Salanoa, John Hodnett and Josh Witcherly. Liam Coombs, meanwhile, is also back training following a hamstring injury. See, not all bad. Munster have lost three of their first four games this season, sparking panic that they could miss out on Champions Cup qualification. And speaking on last night's Monday Night Rugby, Jerry Thornley of the Irish Times had his own theory regarding Munster's struggles. In mitigation, you have to say that they're missing Mike Haley, Simon Zebo, Andrew Conway, Keith Earls from their back three injured and you look at I watched the Emerging Ireland performance yesterday and you look at how Shane Daly took his try and how well Calvin Nash played chasing high kicks and so forth you'd have to wonder if they'd been available how they might have performed a little bit better Joey Carby I think was starting his first match ever at fullback for Munster so far as I could ascertain mm-hmm. and we had two academy wingers Colin Phillips and Patrick Campbell who had a tough night at the office all three of them did I mean um, Carty and Fitzgerald found space in behind the kickers. There was a lot of there was a lot of all weather grass in behind that they found. Yeah. Um, Joey was a bit exposed for the Mac Hansen try ball watching a little bit. Mm. So they really had difficulties in the back three. You know the the fifty twenty two from Stephen Fitzgerald in behind Com Phillips. Um, so that's a mitigating factor. I do think this emerging Ireland tour, while it's obviously had many pluses for the players themselves and for the Irish coaching staff, has been um, disruptive for the four provinces and possibly monster the most yeah. and if they miss out by in the top eight by a point or two given what they've had to endure in the first four weeks of the season that'll be you know that's, that would be quite costly and such concepts are now very real that they might actually miss out in the Heineken Cup next season it's it's very must be very worrying time for the provinces Joe because you know Tomlin Park is now a huge game on Saturday they need a real rallying focal point from their crowd and they need a win desperately just to kick start their season properly in, in front of the Tomlin Park faithful I I'm, I'm in my struggles to comprehend what they're trying to achieve. There's one theory, I'm, I've half half baked theory, cl- classic one of mine. Maybe might be no truth in it whatsoever. But you've got a new head coach in Graham Rountree, you've got a new tack coach in Mike Prendergast, you've got a new defence coach in Dennis Leamy, and even a new forwards coach in Andy Kiriakou. This is the most changed coaching ticket by a distance of the four. There's been continuity all elsewhere, and maybe there is just a little bit of information overload. <clears throat> that they're trying to get impart so much information to the players at these high intensity training sessions that it's just leading to a little bit of 
confusion or incoherence in the performances. Now away from Limerick, Connacht head coach Pete Wilkins believes Adam Byrne is nearing being able to play for his new club. The winger yet to feature, of course, following his close season move from Leinster. And speaking ahead of Leinster's visit to Galway on Friday night, Wilkins says that game will be too soon for Byrne to play. Yeah, Adam's Adam's progressing really well. I think um, you know he uh, he had a. Um, some small issues with um, with a foot injury that that limited how much he could train in the last couple of weeks. Um, so he's been working through that. So he's not quite been at full fitness, but um, but he's had enough training time with us for us to be excited about what what he can offer. So yeah, he's been working through that rehab with some modified training, and and he'll be back to um, to full strength pretty soon. Friday's game, of course, will bring back memories of last season's epic tussles in the last 16 of the Heineken Champions Cup. Connacht famously went to the Aviva just five points in arrears following the first leg at the sports ground and with real hope at the time of making the quarterfinals. Sadly for them, four tries from James Lowe contributed to Connacht being blown out of the water in the second leg. Wilkins was asked prior to the visit of Leinster what they've learned from last season's games in Europe. Yeah, I think those two Champions Cup games against Leinster were really interesting for us last year, especially from an attack perspective. Um, you know, we had a lot of success in that first leg and, and indeed the URC game at home of of playing through Leinster and, and attacking pretty direct and um, I suppose splitting defenders with some of our running lines. Um, they, they tightened up their defence slightly in that second leg, uh, which took some of those half spaces away from us. And I think what we failed to do in that game was adapt to that and identify the space that might have been out wide. I think the exciting thing about attack without stating the obvious is there's got to be space somewhere. So we exploited the first one that we knew about and then we missed a trick in the second one and, and they obviously capitalised that on, on the turnovers and the possession they had. So for us to get that balance between how we play against them and how we run against them, but but also with that kicking game, I think there were some really good lessons out of those two Champions Cup games. And you know this week will be a good test to see see how much we've learned from that. Now away from home, World Cup organisers saw their chief executive relieved of his duties this week. Claude Acher was sacked in the wake of an investigation by French labour inspectors into his conduct in the workplace. Back in August, Acher was suspended with French sports minister Amélie Udea Castera, citing alarming managerial practices and quote the suffering of some employees. An extraordinary session of the organising committee's board of directors ended Acher's employment on Monday evening. A separate corruption case though is ongoing with prosecutors seeking a jail term for Acher. He's accused of embezzling thousands of euro from the French Rugby Federation using his relationship with their president Bernard Laporte. A decision in that case is due on December 13th with Laporte also in danger of prosecution. The World Cup just 11 months away and not news that they would have wanted. Staying in France or rather departing the French coaching setup are Laurent Labie and Karine Gezal. They've agreed to become the new director of rugby and head coach respectively at Stade Francais. Current Stade head coach Gonzalo Quesada is to leave the club at the end of this season and their president Hans-Peter Wild has stated his desire to have Labie and Gezal installed by then. However, Labie's contract with the FFR runs until the end of 2023 and Gezal's until June of 2024. Adding to the messiness, Quesada said he learned of Stade's plans for next season in the press adding that he was hurt by the nature of the moves. And finally, Saracens are the latest club to benefit from the Worcester fire sale. Tom Howe and Andrew Kitchener have joined the Premiership leaders, both on short-term deals. Of course, Rory Sutherland was one of those to leave Worcester heading for Ulster. That is it for today's Rugby Daily. More tomorrow. And in the meantime, don't forget to give as much positive feedback as is feasible to give if you like these offerings. As ever, the next edition will appear as if by magic in your OTB Rugby feed tomorrow. I'm Richie McCormick and I'll talk to you then.